Welcome to Marking Minute by Presco. From engineered film to safety markers, take a minute to explore the products that impact us every day. Welcome to the Marking Minute by Presco. I'm your host, Sean Heath. Now, when I introduce the company as Presco, I'm actually leaving out part of the official name of the company, Presco Polymers. And, you know, what is in a name? Well, the polymers, it's a pretty broad statement, and yet it's a very finite definition of a material. My guest on the podcast today is John Yanitsis. He is the Vice President of New Business Development for Presco Polymers. John, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing very well. I can't be the first person to ever say, what exactly do you guys do with polymers? That's not a new question, right? No, not really. Uh, it's, you know, to your point uh, in the introduction, it's, it's kind of a wide range. It's really, you know, polymer is, is it's really the chemistry uh, that we use. And our primary chemistry is around making PVC uh, or vinyl and really more specifically flexible vinyl. Can we start off today talking about just a, a few uses for Presco products? And uh, I'd like to do that because I want to acknowledge that customers can really come from several different directions. You don't just have one silo that you're working in. So there's really, you know, as you know, there's two sides of our business. We have the engineered film side and the safety and marking products side of the, of the business. So when we really started getting into the science and making the PVC, it was really driven by our safety marking product side to make our own stake flags and roll flagging and those types of material uh, where we used to purchase it. The company decided years ago they would be better served by making it themselves. And, and in doing that, it said, well, where else can we, you know, where else is vinyl needed? Where else can we use it? Uh, so it goes into a wide range of, of applications which is really handled more on the engineered film side of the business. You know, uh, a big part of what we do, if you look, go to any kind of convention or expo, you'll see drapes or table skirts uh, a lot of times, or even some of the tabletops, those are made out of, out of flexible PVC and come, we offer in a wide range of uh, colors. Uh, a lot of times our product uh, gets used in a lamination form. So like military tinting or uh, mining drapes, things along those uh, lines uh, is another area that, uh, that would use our film. Uh, vent hosing uh, that you see is just flexible duct hosing that's out there. Sometimes it's, it's aluminum, but and oftentimes it's a vinyl film that's used that spools around the wiring uh, to create the hose. So those are just a couple of you know, different applications. And as you can tell, it's a wide, wide range and wide variety. One of the characteristics that you focus on there at Presco is temperature. That's a really an important factor in the efficacy of these types of products. Um, just out of curiosity, have you ever invited yourself to go to one of the environmental stress tests? Like, are you hanging out in a freezer, or do you ever get to handle a flamethrower? Do any of those things ever cross your desk? <laughs> Not me personally. Uh, there's uh, obviously our R and D group uh, is the, are the ones that really manage that process. You know, I think from our perspective, is really understanding the customer's requirements. Do they have cold cold crack resistance? Is there UV uh, inhibitors that need to be incorporated into the film? And you know, what kind of environment is it going in? So we try and gather all that information and bring it back to our R&D team uh, where then they can create the package that needs to be made uh, so we can go and extrude the, the film ourselves. I want to get your comment on the following statement. Your next customer could become your best customer. Oh, I think there's a lot of truth to that. 
because because of what we do on the engineer film side of the business, you know, our next customer, everything we do is specialized and is tailor made for their requirements. And I think that's kind of where we set ourselves apart, our customization, our ability to prove out a concept very, very quickly uh, and support the customer in a lot of different ways is uh, there's a lot of value there. So I, I think, you know, the way we approach a new piece of business or a new opportunity is uh, it's more about what what does the customer need? How can we make it better? What else can we be doing for you? So I, I think there is a lot of truth in that. Does cost reduction continue to increase in importance? Or have we reached a level of saturation or are there still improvements that can be made? Oh, there's definitely improvements that can be made. You know, anytime in a manufacturing process, there's always ways to gain efficiencies. And it can be done in a lot of different ways. One is, you know, equipment upgrade. But a lot of times there's a lot of savings in just the way you actually run the product, the way you stage things, and the way, you know, people look for ways to improve or cut something out of the process or to shorten that timeline of making the vinyl product. And a lot of times that can be considered a soft cost, but but it really does add up at the end of, end of the day. So I definitely, I think it's a constant improvement. You know, Joe Hart has a, has a comment for the company, you know, make Presco a little better every day. And that's the mindset of the employees of the company. And by doing that, um, we're going to always continue to look for ways to improve our process. And that's a driving force. But you have to balance that drive while maintaining a very high level of performance. And sometimes that's a pretty big ask. How do you approach the harmony between cost reduction while maintaining a really high level of performance? Well, I th- again, I think it is really understanding the customer's requirements. Do they really need what they're getting today? Or was this an old specification that was developed and now there's room for a next generation product? Because oftentimes customers are like, just match match what we do. And I like to take that approach of, okay, well, you've been using this for years. Are all these requirements still needed? Um, or well, how did you end up with this? And sometimes it's, well, that's what somebody gave us when we started making this product. So you start backing into that and that can give you ways to potentially take cost out of the, you know, the final product. Uh, but, you know, the quality side of it is obviously very, very important uh, as well. Are companies starting to be more flexible and understand that they need to be more agile in the way that they approach the challenges that they have? I think it depends on who you're talking to within an organization. You know, different people have different goals and their their metrics are, are not always aligned. So I think it's important to have a, having that discussion with the, with the right person. And customers and, and companies are always continuing to look ways to save money or, or cut cost. And so to that point, they've always done it this way. But I think they're a little more open now to having that discussion of, hey, is there a better way to build the mouse mousetrap? And that's one of the things we've really strived to do uh, with some of our larger customers. We've started engaging them on a quarterly basis with R&D meetings on projects that they've got ongoing, as well as some of the developments we're doing to make sure we're working on the right things that are important to them. You start on the ground floor with so many customers being in new business development um, and in new customer development. Is there a primary thing that you notice that most companies fail to focus on? Something that might be easily corrected? Is there a, a commonality among new customers? Well, I think my experience, what I've seen over the years, a lot of times when people go into a customer or a prospect, they want to 
tell them all about their company and tell them all the wonderful things that they can do rather than asking them what is the single most important priority that's on your plate right now? What, you know, what are your objectives? What are your goals? So we can align ourselves and make sure we're helping you get to where you need to be, not only as that individual, but as an organization. So I, I see that a lot. I've seen that a lot over the years. People, are, they're so excited to tell, tell you about the company. They really miss the, the mark in asking the question of what do you need? What's important to you? How, do, how can we work together and, and do this? You joined Presco this year as Vice President of New Business Development. Correct. And in the time that you've been there, I know for a fact that you have seen some really interesting projects come across your desk. Is there one in particular that stands out that you just look back at and think, wow, that was really cool. We did that thing. Nothing really stands out right now. I think it's probably some product enhancements we've done. Uh, we're starting to look at being able to offer a, a, an ultra low smoke PVC. And by, by that, I mean, it's the amount of smoke it emits and the time it takes uh, for it to actually emit the gas is extended, uh, which is from a flame retardant standpoint. Um, there's a lot of uh, applications out there, specifically military tents or tenting, uh, where if for, you know, if you unfortunately something caught on fire, it would slow down that process and, and the gas and the amount of smoke that's actually emitted so people could find their way out of the tent or, or whatever it is. Um, so I, I think it's just really more of product enhancements that we've done. You know, some of the things I've been trying to do are look at new markets or new opportunities or new applications. Um, I, I will say this. One thing that we actually created uh, they did this before I joined the company. We actually have the ability to uh, put a foaming agent into our PVC. And, and what that does is basically makes a, a, a product thicker without being solid PVC. So if you had a four mil product, you could actually use this foaming agent to make it eight mil. So the thought process there is it's lighter uh, weight, so less cost in shipping. Uh, and there's some other properties uh, that, that it might have for like noise and vibration damping characteristics that could be used for automotive, could be used in acoustical panels. Uh, and it, there's a whole host of things that I'm starting to explore. So I, I think that's it's a neat thing because we, we used our chemistry and our capability to create something. Now, that's one of my challenges is like, where can we find a home for this type of product? So we've been talking about the um, engineered film right? Um, but what we haven't talked about is the marking side of Presco. We don't, we haven't had an opportunity to go into depth in that. And I know you're always looking for new opportunities. Let's talk about that for just a moment. Do you have any, not secrets that you can give away, but is there a particular direction that you're looking right now? Well, I think I'm really looking at products that can complement what we do already. Uh, if you go into some of our customers, our distributors, branches, you'll see a display that has has our products right there in front of them, um, which has been a, a great tool and a great success for the company. Uh, so what I actually just have started to do recently is actually actually visit some of the branches that are out there um, on that side of the business and look for complementary products that we might be able to add around the safety or construction or irrigation type of businesses. So that's, uh, that's another focus for me. Uh, while I've been spending a lot of time on engineered films, I'm also trying to think of other ways and other products that, that might complement what we do, could be a value add to that side of the business. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of in the infancy on that side of it, but I'm looking forward to being able to look for 
complementary products that we could either manufacture ourselves or potentially uh, source and be able to, to sell to our customers. And from the marking side, those can have warnings or graphics printed onto them to help them achieve their goal. Let's go back over to the film side. Are you looking to expanding the film offerings to include the ability to, I don't know, be printed on? I can just, in my mind, I'm picturing a crazy flexible billboard. Is that something that you're looking forward to? So I'm looking at, uh, definitely looking at uh, markets that need to have a film that can be printed. Uh, the digital process or digital print technologies come a long way. Uh, used to be very slow, not very uh, crisp. Uh, the resolution now is absolutely incredible what you can, can do. And the ability to customize one print to the next print uh, has really been a game changer in, in the printing world itself. So I'm looking at uh, opportunities and places that uh, somebody could take our film and use it for a banner or a display or potentially even making uh, some sort of promotional graphic that is possibly pressure sensitive or could be standalone product, uh, something that could really customize even the table or uh, something else that, that's out there. So those are, those are avenues that I'm starting to explore right now and uh, because we've never, really never taken a look at it, even though we know our vinyl is printable by certain technology, uh, I'm really looking to expand into how can we get into these markets that we've really never explored. Today on the Marketing Minute by Presco, it's been my pleasure to have a conversation with John Yanitsis. He's the Vice President of New Business Development at Presco. John, thanks so much for taking the time today. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate it as well. Have a great day. 